I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. Meditation of the day. Genius is the power of lighting one's own fine fire. John Foster. We cannot depend on anyone to lighten our spirit or to carry our load. Sometimes we hope that other people can make us happy or brighten our day. That's a great thought. But we can make us happy if we tap into what that is. If we are feeling low, we should take ourselves for a walk or buy a cup of latte. Find your happy thought. Know who or what brings a smile to your face. Collect a bunch of happy thoughts and tap into it when your energy is low. Know that you have the power to turn it all around. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And today our guest has a phenomenal amount of insight, expertise, experience. You guys need to grab your iPads. You need to, uh, you know, however you document it on your phone, write it down. Um, You're going to have a lot to walk away with today. I am just honored to be here and I'm honored to have him as my guest because we go back like, wow, since day one of me landing here in New York City. And, you know, I always tell Kevin this, like, Kevin was one of those people who I felt really believed in me from the beginning. And you always need one other person to believe in you to parlay your career along. So I am grateful for that. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our guest today. I don't know how many titles to call you, Kevin, but I want to say producer, executive producer extraordinaire, film producer, so many aspects to this man, Mr. Kevin Harewood, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, Yay. Kevin. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. My oh, my and, God. And we, we, we go back to before Clinton Hill was gentrified. <laughs> yes, we do. 
<laughs> yeah, and when, when the cabs were not when, coming when, when there. Rock says St. James between Gates and Green. I was on Washington. Yes, between Gates, between Gates and Green, and you you were on on Lafayette. Lafayette, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how far we go back, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's a new day. So I want you to take my audience. You know, we have actors from so blessed, not just the United States, but Amsterdam, London, Africa. And just want to give them, have a conversation about this business, an honest and true conversation okay. about this business. And so I just want you to take them because you come from the music business and you parlayed that into film and TV. And how was that journey for you? Well, what you uh, say is, is accurate. I would like to say it was all a plan. <laughs> okay. Um, but it it, it it wasn't my plan. It was I would say it's more of God's plan. You know, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, was fortunate to be educated in the, you know, New York City public school system and nice. was fortunate to which I didn't realize was fortunate at the time, to attend Brooklyn College, which at the time had one of the best television departments in mm. the state, television and, and radio and film departments in the state. But I was actually originally interested in music and radio. Mm-hmm. While I was in college, I had to study, you know, film stuff as the other to to matriculate. Right. But you know, I was fortunate that we had great professors and great training. Mm-hmm. And then I got into the record business while I was still in college, working at A and M Records, and then you know became a manager, you know, with Kashif and Melba Moore and the legends and Freddie Jackson, people like Najee, people like that mm. at Hush Productions. And it happened to be around the same time when music videos started coming on mm. so that I was able to combine my training of, you know, visual production right. with my love for music on a regular basis mm-hmm. in a manner that was believable to me. Cause I think that's the key thing is that, you know, at that time there weren't a lot of black people visible right. in film. So it's kind of sometimes hard to believe that you could actually pull it off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people like Spike and, and, um, and Reggie Hudlin and um, Charles Lane and, and um, Charles Barnett, Mm -hmm. Nima Barnett, Mm. Julie Dash. Oh, wow. Ayoka Chinzera proved that you could actually pull it off in some form of fashion. Right. And inspirations to me. But, you know, it all, it all just came together. So was that your inspiration as well in terms of you deciding um, Death by Temptation was Kevin's film? And I know there's a lot of people out there that know that film. Was that something? Well, it, we got uh, um, it was something in a way, um, it, it, you know, it was at a time where, like I said, the music, my passion for film was always there. Right. Um, but it was at a time where I started to believe that you could actually do something in film. And in addition to the music stuff that I was doing at that time, I started producing film and television, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as an outgrowth from the music video stuff that we were doing. And it, it just led to where, you know, the uh, Nelson George actually brought James Bond the third and, and the script mm-hmm. F by Temptation to our office at Hush Production. Mm-hmm. And we decided to, you know, to go with it. And we were fortunate at the time. James Bond had a relationship with Kadeem Hardison. Mm-hmm. So he got Kadeem Hardison. I had a relationship from when I, for a short period of time, a few years I lived in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I had a relationship with Bill Nunn. So oh, we, we got Bill Nunn. Nunn. Mm-hmm. You know, Bill Nunn was one of my homies. <sighs> and actually, when I worked at William Morris, he was the first person I signed to William Morris. 
mm-hmm. you know, I worked there later. Right. And and Bill was homies with Sam Jackson. So that's how we got Sam Jackson. Mm. Um, and it, Sam just happened to come to the office mm-hmm. with Bill, actually. Wow. And, 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 and that's how, um, I mean, I knew who Sam was, but mm-hmm. he wasn't, you know, big like he is now. And, and, and I no. was not reached out for him at that point because mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know him like that. Like I said, you know, it, it wasn't my plan. A lot of things come together from higher forces. Right. Higher sources. Yeah. And I'm glad that, you know, this is the Spirited Actor podcast. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't focus on a specific religion, but to me, spirit is that core inside of you, you know, where your moral compass res- resides, where your humanity resides, integrity. Mm-hmm. I did want to talk about William Morris because I don't want to run past that because, you know, that was a huge accomplishment. Being a, an agent at William Morris Agency in Los Angeles, that's a big deal. So mm-hmm. um, can you talk about your journey as an agent in an agency of that caliber? And for those of you who don't know, you know, there are three of the largest agencies, and especially at that time, you had CAA, William Morris, and ICM. So ICM, right. they yeah. house your A-list actors, directors, writers, everybody. So big deal. Well, my, my journey, again, to, to William Morris was something that I would have never planned. Mm-hmm. What had happened, we had relationships at William Morris because of our um, management business. And then that led me to to not only know people that work there, but kind of know higher-ups uh-huh. over there. Then they represented us in, in you know, taking Death by Temptation to the market, mm-hmm. largely because of the leverage of, of, of what we were bringing to them in the music business. Mm. And it was at a time where, I mean, the agencies historically are lacking and this is something that to some extent exists to this day right. as it, as it relates to black culture mm-hmm. and, and black entertainment the agencies are not as on it as they should be the major agencies. Mm. But it was at a time where the number one music artist was black, which was Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. The number one TV person was black, which was Bill Cosby. Mm, and the number wow. one movie person was Eddie Murphy was black. Wow. And you had these emergent people like the Spike Lee's, you know, like the aforementioned people like Spike Lee, like Reggie Hudlin, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. You know, there was a scene uh, emerging and they wanted to get a piece of that. Right. And they knew that I had certain relationships to head up what was then the um, black entertainment department at, at the agency. So wow. my foundation over there was, still in music at the time uh-huh. I had the latitude unlike other people to sign actors. So again, Bill Nunn was actually the very first person I signed over there. Right. And it was also a, a credo that I had of a lot of music people making the segue mm. at the hyphen of also being visual people and acting people. Right. So we eventually like, you know, I, I brought um, Vanessa Williams, over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't bring him over there, but I worked with Kara Lewis, who with Will Smith early on it, we got Will Smith on wow. the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air show. We got Queen Latifah um, going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody like Melba Moore already was a, a multi-hyphenate. So mm-hmm. I worked with Melba from the management standpoint at Hush mm-hmm. and then, you know, continued at William Morris. Um, Love that. 
you know, so that's where that was. And I, I learned a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and some things did rise. You know, it, it wasn't a fit for me in a standpoint of staying there for like decades. Right. But, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm very proud of, you know, what happened. In mm-hmm. that time yeah. Period, you know, with the growth of a, of a Will Smith and a Queen Latifah and, 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 you know, and Bill Nunn went from a guy that, you know, I knew from Southwest Atlanta. Right. You know, for being one of the top black wow. character actors of, of, of his era. Yes. Love you know. Bill Nunn. You speak of the greats. And what is it about when you see talent? How do you define talent? How do you know that you have talent in the room when you're auditioning or, you know, when you're going to showcases or screenings or things like that? There are intangibles. Mm-hmm. There are different things that I think come in play. But one thing I will say is that when it comes to, you know, I've been fortunate that I've worked in music. I've worked in TV and film. Mm -hmm. I've worked in comedy. Yes. And more recently, I've also been like a media strategist in politics. Mm. And there's something about, there's some intangible about the way that a public person Mm-hmm. who has the goods to go the distance. There's, there's, there's an intangible about the confidence that's in themselves, which it's, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's almost an, an, an arrogance mm. or almost an ego, but it doesn't really go past too much ego. And there's a focus and a, and, and a vigilance in how they go about approaching what it is that they're approaching. So that if you look at, a Chris Rock who I've worked with. Yes. If you look like at a Kashif who I worked with, if you look at uh, Ava DuVernay more recently, mm-hmm. or you look at a Will Smith who, when I met Will Smith, it was at a very down period in his life when him and Jazz first came to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. There's something there that you can see and you can say, this person has it. Like, I remember I, I signed... Undeniable. I was one on the team that signed... Martin Lawrence to the William Morris Agency originally for touring. Oh, wow. And Huge. was the person who, after I left William Morris, put together the relationship that led to the financing of the tour that became You So Crazy. Wow. I remember seeing Martin Lawrence in Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. Where he, remember, he was one of the three yeah. kids that was <laughs> always like around. Yeah. And I was like, there's something about this kid. Mm-hmm. That's different than the other three. All three of them. There was remember there was him, right? There was I'm gonna forget Steve. I forget Steve. I, Steve Davis. Yeah. Um. I know the Steve, comedian Steve you're talking about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then the young mm-hmm. lady that went to Howard. They Kim Coles. No, was, it wasn't Kim. Coles. No, it wasn't Kim. It Coles. wasn't Kim Coles. But they were they were they were all great. But they were in a movie. Uh huh. With a Larry Fishburne, with 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 uh, yeah. Roger Golden Smith, with mm-hmm. Spike, with Bill Nunn, with with uh, you know, with all these great people, right, right. talking about Martin Lawrence in a small bit part, yeah, that made me say this guy has it. Mm-hmm. So that when I moved to Los Angeles and and would go to the Comedy X Theater or go to certain comedy spots around town, and I would see him, it's like that's the guy. He really has it, mm. you know. And, you know, when we did the, 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 the You So Crazy tour, mm-hmm. or the tour that became You So Crazy is how I describe it, because it wasn't You So Crazy when, when we right. started the deal. Right. It's, 
it's like Martin wasn't known. The Martin show hadn't been on TV yet. Uh-huh. And Def Comedy Jam hadn't been on TV yet. Wow. But I was asked who had the goods to, 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 to make it happen mm-hmm. um, in the comedy space. And I was like, well, Chris Rock wasn't available because he had just got SNL. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't tour. And I was like, there's this kid, Martin Lawrence. He's the one. Wow. And, and the rest is history. Yeah. That is, I mean... You know, to know, and actors don't know this information because they're not in the room, but there right. are times like, you know, to hear a story like that and you believed and there may have been other people in that space who didn't believe, but you stood for, you know, you stood yeah. for that person. You believe, like how, you know, how do you maintain that fight in the room sometimes when, when not everybody agrees with you? Well, because I know that from my experience as a casting director, you know. Yeah, totally. I mean, sometimes you 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 sometimes you have to you have sometimes you have you see something mm-hmm. and you just yourself feel that you're right, okay, mm-hmm. and you're you're up against opposition, and then you you just say, "I'm I believe in this. I know." that this will work given X, Y, and Z conditions. It helps if you are in a position to help some of the conditions. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just, if you really believe in something, you, you just have to go it alone. Right. So I'll, I'll use the example of Bill Nunn again. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Nunn, again, was, was one of my homies from when I lived in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But Bill Nunn, at the time when I signed him to William Morris, in terms of movies that had been out in, 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 you know, for people to see them, mm-hmm. it had only been school days, which he had, mm. um, you know, a, a secondary part. Right. In. And it had been, um, do the right thing had just came out. But mm-hmm. keep in mind that do the right thing as big and as influential. I mean, it's, it's you know, been voted by AFI, I think one of the top 100 right. Film, uh, yeah. movies ever made. Yep. But it's still, there's a difference between how white folks see something mm-hmm. and black folks see something, mm-hmm. and especially white folks in Hollywood. Mm. So that when when I signed William Morris, um, I mean, when I signed Bill Nunn to William Morris, mm-hmm. and I remember one of the agencies who ended up being a, a very prominent agent, mm-hmm. was represented George Cooley and all sorts of people right, mm-hmm. later on in his career, says to me, well, who the hell is Bill Nunn? (laughs) Mm. And I talked to my guru at the company at that time, and he's like, you have to go what you believe. And Bill Mm. Nunn ended up not only doing black movies, but, you know, doing regarding Henry. Yeah. You know, and being in Spider-Man movies and and having, again, one of the top careers of any black character actor of the last 25, you know, 30, 40 years. But you yeah. have to have an agent who is going to go to bat for you and not going to be afraid exactly. of just keeping you in that one category. Because exactly. I know, you know, as a casting director, the role could be written for an African-American man. I would bring in a Latino man or Middle Eastern, other ethnicity. Exactly. You know, you take that chance. So I think that that is really important. I know that my actors in listening to your background and your experience want to know 
And especially talking, because we're in a new day now. We're in Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV. What are some tips that you want to give to actors in terms of building their career or getting themselves, you know, we're in a different marketing. I talk to casting directors all the time about now, you know, casting directors, inclusive of all the other information we ask you, will ask you, what are your Instagram numbers? You know, so. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Where are we now? Exactly. I think that that the key thing for me is that whatever it is that you say you are, you have to do it. So if you are an actor, you have to act. Now, what does that mean? Hmm. You know, many people would sit around and wait for somebody to give them their big chance. Well, I think that technology has has moved to a place Mm -hmm. where you know, both with digital uh, video technology and with things like IG, Facebook Live, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you have to, you have the technology and the ability to create your own situations. Right. So that, um, so that, you know, I I know, like I look at a guy uh, and, 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 uh, you know, these are people that I met, but I'm not tight with, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you know, but I, I look at like in recent times, I look at I look at like the career of Robbie Morgan uh, and Dorian Mystic, who oh I think God. are like incredible yep. um actors. I agree. Right. And and Robbie, you know, Robbie I mean they both have done things that kind of brought like shine to them. Mm-hmm. Robbie to me was like incredible in Mudbound. Mudbound, just um, mercy. Oh my he god. Was incredible. I felt he should have gotten nominated. Me too. Me too. Frank. Yeah. The thing is, when you look at stuff, if you if you search through the internet, right, right whether it's like Netflix or, or or even YouTube and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, I remember like a, a few years back, you know, during Black History Month, HBO would put on all these like short black films, right, you know, during that month or whatever, <laughs> all and right. you would see like Dorian Mystic pop up, or you mm. would see like Robbie. When you look at the thing, yep. oh, that's Robbie. Yeah, you know, I mean, somebody sent me something the other day that was like real obscure and like Robbie was in it. Wow. So sooner or later, somebody, you give somebody the, the you, you give the powers that be more chances to see you. Yes. And you also give your chance, you give yourself more practice in your skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, so that, I mean, you, you talk about IG numbers, like, you know, right. we just recently, you know, I'm in the process of, of working on a project with Little Duval. Mm-hmm. Well, Little Duval, you know, love him. As, as somebody reminded me, was first out here as a comedian named uh, Roland Powell. So it's not like he just came out. Wow. Last year, when Living Your Best Life was out. Uh-huh. But he, he was one of the, 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 the comedic pioneers in the whole, you know, IG, you know, Facebook. Wow, good for him. Mm-hmm. And had like millions of followers, mm. you know. And that's indicative. I mean, you know, um, What's her name? Uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae, um, the awkward black woman. Created her own space. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think that's the first thing. Okay. Is that, I mean, you know, you know, it's another thing, even going back in time. Right. People don't realize that for colored girls only, mm-hmm. started in a rest. I was told, uh-huh. started in a restaurant. In San Francisco. In Sa- I was going to say in San Francisco. Yes. Exactly. And that, that somebody or, or, or Tyler Perry. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry created his own way, you know, a very <laughs> humble place. They're, they're actually, 
I mean, there's so many examples. There, yeah. there is, is um, I mean, recently, uh, just a few weeks ago, uh-huh. a, a director by the name of Matthew Cherry won the Academy Award for Best Animated Short. Matthew Cherry Music. is a former NFL wide receiver football player who wow. had a couple of years in the NFL, mm-hmm. got cut, didn't know what he was going to do with his life, started working on crews, had a vision like to be a director, right. from working on crews, got, you know, literally was homeless at one point. Wow. Somehow got money to do a film, mm-hmm. basically about himself, a film called The Last Fall that that, mm-hmm. that um, had Lance Gross and, and Nicole Bahari on that ended up being on, on, on BET. Mm-hmm. Did another film called Nine Rides that I think you could see on Netflix, something like that, where it was a film shot with iPhone 6S's at that point mm. about an Uber-type rider riding around on on um on New Year's Eve, and really? then here we are, you know, a few years later, and the guy's won an Academy Award and basically can can choose from what he wants, what to, he wants do. to do. But if he didn't take up his own destiny right. and create his own space, we wouldn't be talking about this. Exactly, and I I yeah. think that's a great point. I told you twenty eight minutes was going to fly by, and now we have flown, oh, and okay. I have so many other questions that I wanted to ask you. I'm so grateful that you took this time out and shared. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, Kevin! Like you got to come back because, you know. I still want to unroot questions that come up about when am I going to make it? Questions that you've heard about before. And I just think that you have a diverse range of talent from our A-list talent to aspiring actors. And you've seen the growth in the process. So you can give some more insight on that as well. But I thank you because... Kevin has given me opportunities as a director, which are so cool. Like, I was really blessed to work with him on a project that we'll talk about, Kevin, when I invite you back on. Okay, thank you. You know, because, again, you you just need that one person to believe. And even if you don't have that resume yet or that reel yet, that doesn't define the fact that you're not who you say you are. And that was my takeaway. So I am grateful, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, I'm here. Oh, yay. Okay, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the Spirited Actor Podcast with Tracy Moore. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. Mm -hmm. And now we have my favorite segment, Class in Session. Hi, Leanne Amato. Hi, Tracy Moore. (laughs) (laughs) And we have a newcomer here, you guys. We have Ryan St. Clair. Say hello, Ryan. Hi. We're happy to have you here. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. So we might need to haze them. No, I'm just playing. I'm just oh, playing. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. We do this. We do this. <laughs> Put the shampoo away, Mario. <laughs> Bring them to the back. <laughs> this is why this is my favorite section. <laughs> okay. So this is how this goes. Ryan is one of our spirited actors. I am going to read the slug line and the action, and then you guys are going to read the dialogue. And then after that, I'm going to give you guys some constructive criticism and we'll play. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exterior Ray's Playhouse Night. Jerry sits finishing a phone call to an advertising account executive. He has come here to Ray's Playhouse for privacy. Tonight. Yeah. The Red Eye. I'll be in Arizona on Monday. Jerry ad-libs some salesmen on Tidwell's behalf. Dorothy approaches. She gives him a few phone messages, sits down. Beat of silence. He sees a look on her face that is unfamiliar. It's my fault. What? It's not fair to you, this whole thing. Tell me. Let me help. I took advantage of you. And worst of all, I'm not alone. I did this with a kid. I was just on some ride where I thought I was in love enough for the both of us. But I did this, and at least I can do something about it now. Well, I'm not the guy who's going to run. I stick. I don't need you to stick. You want... I don't know. My soul or something? Why fucking not? I deserve it. Dorothy? What if I'm just not built that way? I think we made a mistake here. But now he can't stop. What if it's true? 
great at friendship, bad at intimacy. I mean, come on. It's the theme of my Bachelor film. I know. I watched it. I sort of know it by heart. I don't like to give up. Please. My need to make the best of things and your need to be, what, responsible? Listen, if one of us doesn't say something now, we might lose 10 years being polite about it. So why don't we just call this next road trip what it is? A long break. What about Ray? She notes the only real glimpse mm -hmm. of ache in that question. There's no question you'll be friends. Of course you'll be friends. So this break, is it a breakup? <sighs> Come on, Jerry. You know this is not easy for me. I mean, on the surface, you almost think everything was fine. See, I have this, like, great, great guy who loves my kid. And he likes me a lot, too. Jerry McGuire, a man who speaks for a living, has nothing to say. Yeah, but I can't live that way. That's not the way that I'm built. He moves to embrace her. She pulls away first. And scene. Wow, very nice, you guys. Good read. Good read. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is that when you guys read your sides, and this is what they're called, sides, pages from a script, you want to read it to find out what the story is. So you guys have had an opportunity to read it from beginning to end. And so you know you're breaking up with him. Mm. Leanne, you know the pain of breaking up and your child. You know, um, when you're a single mom, and I can speak about this from experience, and you are dating or in a relationship with someone, it takes a while before you introduce your child to that person, or at least in my experience, right? You're protecting the child because what if it doesn't work out? You don't want to put a child through those emotional roller coasters, right? So you know this. And then at some point you made a decision to introduce your child to him where you felt like this was going somewhere. We were So now not only is your heart broken, your child's heart is broken. So mm -hmm. it's this is a very uncomfortable situation and both of you should be comfortable being uncomfortable mm -hmm. does that make sense mm -hmm. yes and for you ryan you don't know what's going on you know the beauty about filmmaking is that every time you say these words it is as if it is the first time you have said these words gone through the emotion you can't see it audience but Leon is very emotionally <laughs> consumed right now <laughs> So we're going to let her have that <clears throat> space. So I want you guys, the other thing is when you see hyphens or when you see dot, 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 hyphens usually are about interruption. Mm -hmm. Dot, dot, dot is there's some sort of pause, you know, sometimes it could be an interruption as well, depending upon how it's written. But here you are genuinely, you don't know what's going on until she starts to explain it. So what's engaging for us to watch as an audience is to see this being new to you and how you deal with that and then how you communicate that to him. Because mm -hmm. it is a very tough and, you know, it, breaking up is not easy. Mm -hmm. And there's still 
an emotional connection with you. Oh, yeah. I That's definitely why. don't want to. Yeah. So what's interesting to and engaging to watch with you is your conflict and your struggle between I got to break it with you, but I'm not. I got to break it with you. Like, that's what's interesting to watch with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then combined, both of you have your own struggle and challenge. So you should do that. You know, the audience can't see this, but like, remember when you were growing up and you would do this game, but it's like you try to get this to go in Never mind, Sue. You're never going to get it. <laughs> Did anybody else? No. Nobody else got no. it over your head. See, yeah, Spruce is doing it. See, you, you, it's being able to do like three things at the same time. Your brain, operating your brain. So I'm saying that to say that both of you should have an interesting struggle for us, the audience, to see that the both of you are coming together here in this moment. Okay. So I would say let's... Let's deal with the struggle a little more, mm -hmm. both of you. Mm -hmm. And then when you get the realization that this is what's happening, like how are you, how do you feel, Ryan? How is that going to affect your emotions? And you are emotionally connected to this child. And children are honest. They either mm -hmm. like you or they don't. Mm -hmm. And she yes. likes you. Mm -hmm. Okay? All right. So we're going to do it again. I'm not reading the stage direction <coughs> or anything. It's all on you guys. Okay? Whenever you guys are ready. Tonight. Yeah, the red eye. I'll be in Arizona on Monday. It's my fault. What? It's not fair to you. This whole... Tell me. Let me help. I took advantage of you. And worst of all, I'm not alone. I brought a kid into this. I was just on some ride where I thought that I was in love enough for the both of us. And I did this, but at least I can do something about it now. Well, I'm not the guy who's going to run. I stick. I don't need you to stick. You want... No, I don't... I don't know. My soul? Or something? <laughs> I... Why fucking not? I deserve it. Dorothy, what if I'm just not built that way? I think that we made a mistake here. What if it's true? Great at friendship, bad at intimacy? I mean, I, I mean, come on! It's the theme of my Bachelor film! I know. I watched it. I started to know it by heart. I don't like to give up. Please. Like, my need to just make the best of things. And your need to be, what, responsible? If one of us doesn't say something now, we might lose... 10 years being polite about it. So why don't we just call this next trip what it is? A nice long break. What about Ray? There's no question you'll be friends. Of course you'll be friends. So this break, is, is it a breakup? Come on, Jerry, you know this is not easy for me. I mean, on the surface, you'd think that everything was fine, right? See, I got this great guy who just loves my kid. He sure does like me a lot. I can't live that way. I'm not built like that. Insane. 
Ah, we're always crying, but Leon is always tissue, <laughs> mascara, last looks, <laughs> tissue. Oh my God, Let's much go. better, you guys. Did you feel that? Did you feel the adjustment? Yeah. And then even more, you know, if we were to do it again, I would say look at each other. You know, I loved when, you know, Ryan, you have the line here, I don't give up. And it says that um, the other line here is when it says uh, Jerry Maguire, a man who speaks for a living, has nothing to say. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about your character. That says a lot of what's going on in that moment. Yeah. So it's all about building actors from beginning to end. You're not the same person on page one that you are on page three. And so in an audition, it, we want to be engaged and watching that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you, Ryan St. Clair, for thank coming you. in. Oh, thank you so much for having me up. It's such a pleasure being here. Yay. Well, you'll come back again. <laughs> yes. And are you okay, Leon? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to give Leon mm-hmm. a minute. <laughs> Leon Amato, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Listen, Leon and Jalissa will mm. put their toenails in it. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, that's it for class in session. And stay tuned for Give Love. And now it's time for Give Love. Get your house in order mind feed your mind with positive and inspirational books audiobooks poetry anything that keeps your mind in a positive and uplifting state body put foods in your body that are going to energize you find an exercise that you love I love swimming. Swimming is not an exercise. It's fun. But when you find something that you love, you're encouraged to do it. You need stamina as actors to be in this business. We don't do normal nine to fives. Your hours can be sometimes night shoots, which are the worst. 3 p.m. until 8 o'clock in the morning. So you need your body to be strong. And lastly, your soul, your spirit, it's your base You want to nurture that. You want to always protect your silence and protect your privacy. Always have a place to retreat, whatever your spiritual base is. But that is your soul. Your soul is your reminder of who you are and whose you are. And when you know whose you are, you know who you are. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. Thank you. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.